This is Soccer News IV. Soccer News IV. It's in your veins. Brought to you by SoccerOM.com. From Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros. Before the best coaches go to practice, they go to SoccerOM.com. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Let's get to our top story. The Sounders are heard. Seattle's new MLS team will be called Seattle Sounders FC. The team announced the name on Monday. This came after an online vote. The choices were Seattle FC, Seattle Republic, Seattle Alliance, or a write-in vote. 14,500 votes were submitted, and about half of those were write-ins for the Sounders. How about that? 7,250 people followed my advice last week. The team also unveiled the new logo. It has a picture of the Space Needle on it. The colors are rave green and sounder blue. There's also some symbolism of how the shapes and the relationship between the unity and the fans and the team and whatever. I, I don't quite buy all that stuff, but you know, the logo looks okay to me. It strikes me as a bit of a compromise between the hard, jagged-edged MLS logos from 1996 and the current trend of shields and badges. Now, I do still have a soft spot in my heart for the old NASL Sounders logo. The colors are slightly different, and the lettering is rather 70s. The new logo is certainly an update, and MLS hopes that this will be the start of a great future within the league. I think listening to the fans is a good start. All in all, it looks like the Sounders have made some good decisions. They're honoring local tradition while trying to create a new brand and a new image. Speaking of someone who's trying to create a new image, Amato Guevara may be heading back to MLS. The Toronto Sun is reporting the former MLS MVP has signed a four-year deal with Toronto FC. Last year, Guevara left Chivas USA basically because he kept getting in trouble with coaches and referees in the league. He went to Honduras, where he's been getting in fights with referees and suspended by the league. Some things just don't seem to change. Toronto FC is still quiet on this deal, so we'll have to wait and see if it's actually going to happen. Houston and D.C. are trying to build a little more tradition for themselves. United and the Dynamo are playing in the second leg of their CONCACAF Champions Cup semifinals tonight. D.C. goes into the game down 2-0 on aggregate goals. That means they need to beat Pachuca of Mexico by three goals. That is a tough task for sure. Houston looks to be in a little better shape, but they still, well, they have to go into Costa Rica and win by a goal to make it to the next round. They tied Saprissa of Costa Rica in Houston last month. And David Beckham was named MLS Player of the Week. He had an assist and his first ever goal in Major League Soccer this week. So speaking of this week, let's get to the games.
Well, so far this season has been pretty nice to the home team. The other theme this week is early decisive goals. You'll see what I mean as we go through the games. First of all, New England won at home last week against Houston. But on Thursday, the Revs got toasted by the fire. 4-0. Chad Barrett scored in the fourth minute. Jeff Laurentowitz was ejected in the seventh minute for a tackle on Brandon Perdoe. And by halftime, Chicago had netted three more goals and still held a man advantage. Later, L.A. hosted the new San Jose Earthquakes at the Home Depot Center. San Jose was supposed to be building their team from the back, but against L.A., the Quakes were rather shaky in trying to distribute the ball in their own half. In the ninth minute, Landon Donovan stole a lazy back pass, laid it off to an on-rushing David Beckham, who one-timed it through Joe Cannon's legs. Becks returned the assist to Landon later in the half. He sent a ball over the defense for an on-rushing Landon Donovan, who then chipped Cannon for the finish. Kansas City hosted Colorado on Saturday. There really wasn't much to the first half. Colorado looked to be a bit more dangerous, but neither team found the net in the first 45. Now the second half, that was fun to watch. Kansas City defender Jimmy Conrad headed not one but two goals in the 52nd and then in the 54th minute. It looked like Colorado was sunk for three whole minutes because <laughs> that's when Jose's Bursiaga Jr. pulled one back, hitting a hard low shot just inside the near post. Then John DiRimondo scored his first MLS goal in the 68th minute, tying the match at 2-2. That's when Kansas City added a couple of offensive subs, including Scott Seeley. Seeley netted the game winner with just three minutes left to play. Exciting stuff. The New York Red Bulls got the season off to a fast start in their opener against the Columbus Crew. By the way, a home opener. Dave Vandenberg hit from 22 yards out in just 46 seconds into the match. Not even a full minute had gone by, and the Red Bulls were up 1-0. Then in the eighth minute, Kevin Goldthwaite slid home a corner kick and the two goals were all the Bulls needed to earn the home victory. Toronto FC has begun this season with two road games. This year, that's not a good thing. Last week, they lost in Columbus. This week, they got hammered in D.C. United opened the scoring in the second minute when Luciano Emilio pushed a shot past Greg Sutton. Then in the fifth minute, Santino Quaranta cleared up a Sutton rebound. D.C. led 4-0 before Maurice Edu pulled one back in the 88th minute. 4-1 was the final. Real Salt Lake traveled to California to face Chivas USA. Once again, the road was not kind. Chivas lit up the Royals' defense with goals from Sasha Kleiston, Atiba Harris, and Aleko Eskandarian. Chivas won 3 On Sunday, the Texas rivalry added a new chapter, and to me, this was a match that was really decided by poor officiating, especially in the first half. It started in the 21st minute when Franco Caraccio headed home across. The problem is the goal shouldn't have been allowed. On the play, Brian Ching crashed into goalkeeper Dario Sala inside the six. That 
let's see that the six is called a goal box for a reason you're not allowed to even touch the keeper in there much less set up an innate style screen it's a shame that the referee and the linesman missed it because it set a precedent by not calling the foul you're essentially telling all the players on the field that keepers are fair game and sure enough the next play Houston's Pat Onstad is hit by Dallas's Blake Wagner. Onstad had to leave the game and was replaced by Tony Cage. Cage was promptly abused by Dallas's Kenny Cooper twice. He was caught in no man's land on Cooper's first goal and simply missed a save on the second one. I, I have to think Onstad would have stopped at least one, if not both, of those goals. As it was, Dallas led 2-1 just before halftime. And really, if the refs had been doing their job, it might have still been 0-0 because the first goal for the Dynamo wouldn't have been allowed and the second two might not have happened with Onstad still on the field. In the second half, Dallas and Houston traded a goal each with 10 minutes left. Dallas led 3-2. Now, this is when we talk about teamwork. Twice, twice in the waning minutes of the match, last 10 minutes, Dallas had numbers up with the breakaway down the left side. And each time the ball carrier, once Dominic Oduro and once Pablo Ricchetti, just decided to kick the ball straight at Cage. Instead of sending a simple pass across the top of the box to wide open teammates, plural, waiting for a goal. Either goal would have put the match away. Instead, Houston's Jeff Cameron pounced on a loose ball in injury time and blasted in the tying goal. When the whistle blew, it was 3-all. So far this season, the home team has not lost a single match. Will that continue next week? Well, let's get to the schedule. On Wednesday, the Revs head to Kansas City. Kansas has won their first two games. Can they remain perfect at home? Well, find out on Direct Kick at 8 Eastern. Saturday is packed with six matches. Chicago plays in San Jose at 4.30. You can watch on Fox Soccer Channel. Chivas heads to Ohio to face the crew. The match is on Direct Kick at 7.30. The Rapids play in New England in Foxborough Stadium. Kickoff is 7.30, also on Direct Kick. Then at 8, Kansas City will play their fourth home game of the year. This time they host the Dynamo on HDNet. The Bulls and the Toros lock horns in the deep dish. The match starts at 8.30 on direct kick. And at 9, Real Salt Lake will host D.C. United in Utah. That game is also on direct kick. Sunday's Telefutura match this week is Toronto against L.A. The game is in the Home Depot Center at 3 Eastern. Hey, that's all the time for us this week. I need to say thanks to SoccerRom.com for all of their support. For Soccer News IV, I'm Stephen Parr. Soccer News IV, it's in your veins.